2: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club. Kaboom!
1: If you thought four hours a
3: day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough...
1: Everywhere it's the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio uh, hanging out. Uh, we survived our trip to the track. It's going on again today, though the Breeders' Cup, the main event, uh, later today, Danny. But I had a wonderful time. It was great to see all the pretty people and also the ugly people mixed together. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It's uh, what a beautiful place Santa Anita is it's just awesome it's uh, we're so
3: lucky that we live here and it's that's the local track it's just awesome yeah it was my first time there and uh, I would like to go back just to watch the horses run sometime and bring the family there especially little koa got to start him early on betting on the horses
1: yeah you gotta have him the uh, bet the trifecta and all that the uh find the daily double and uh, and, and get the racing form you <laughs> The whole, the full all-inclusive racing experience, which means you got to get up at the crack of dawn. You got to go to the track when the horses are like working out, they're exercising in the morning. There's the smell of horse shit and manure. <laughs> and there's like really wealthy billionaires on one side. And then there's people, you know, making a peasant salary on the other, but they're all there for the same, the same uh, mission, you know, the same goal and all that. It's, it's just an amazing, amazing experience. And horse racing, it's, it's still a, a a niche sport if you will but I I think it's designed it's weird how society has changed but it's almost like it's becoming more relevant because we have such short attention spans and the way horse racing is designed it's you know sit around have some drinks have some food get a bed in and then the actual event itself is only a couple of minutes
3: yeah so it's I it, watch it, I watch all the major runs and you're right what's great about it is after it's over you're like oh look i got the entire rest of my day left
1: you know what i used to do back in the day cuz uh, years ago premier networks when we we started fox sports radio premier networks which just runs fox sports radio iheart media they had rights to the to the uh the kentucky derby right they were the the broadcaster and so they were the syndicator of the Kentucky Derby. So I used to do this bit every year. We are going to play the entire Kentucky Derby unedited, right now. <laughs> play it. It was like you know a minute forty-eight seconds or something. You know, some ridiculous short amount of time, well, a couple minutes at the most. And uh, it was always, always a funny bit. So on this the Saturday pod, and don't forget Benny versus the Penny. We're on in LA today, and all over the place re uh, reairings. But the uh, LA show. Probably already happened, depending on when you're downloading this. 6 a.m. the first showing, and then the Lakers are playing uh, the Orlando Magic, so that means we're bumped to late night in LA. So 11 p.m.
3: That's when I watch it every week.
1: Yeah, so we we'll on 11 a.m. after or 11 p.m. rather. Uh, if yeah. the Lakers weren't playing, we'd have like probably four other showings, but that's fine.
3: Uh, you're gonna be the Laker post game party.
1: Of course.
3: Uh, uh, anyway, on this, uh, the. Uh, the oh, second, it's going to kill you.
1: I love it. Uh, we have Rudolph the Red nosed Gas Bag. Timber.
3: Uh, Danny, you have a tale to tell. Yes. As Eminem once sang, say goodbye. Say goodbye to Hollywood.
1: <laughs> say goodbye to Hollywood. The glitz and glamour show business. No more. But we start with this. So this is a pod exclusive headline. Panic City. Is it true that this week's episode of Benny versus the penny still airing today on regional cable distributed by NBC was an absolute roller coaster ride white knuckle
2: racist.
1: How dare you. Now, as Paul Harvey used to say, you've heard the news, but in a minute you're about to hear the rest of the story. So there Once was a man named Ben or Benny. Wasn't, isn't that how most fairy tales start once there once was a man or once upon a time or something like that. Yeah. So I don't want to talk in the third person, but doing the overnight show and trying to juggle everything. It's been very hectic, uh, very hectic. I love it. It's great. I like to work. I'm working a lot, maybe more than I want to work, but anyway. um, So a few hours before the taping of Benny versus the penny, I made the mistake of looking in the mirror, which is never a good idea because I'm ugly. It's never a good idea. What did I see, though? This was different. Mirror, mirror on the wall. You are the fairest of them all. What happened? So I look at my reflection. And then I, I looked away and I looked back and there was something staring back at me that I thought, It was like out of a a Christmas movie or something like that. And it was not Ebenezer Scrooge. It was not. It was Rudolph the Red Nose Gas Bag. You see, the right side of my schnozola was bright red. I am talking gigantic, right? Like bright. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And so I'm like, what is that? I thought maybe I'm seeing things, you know, but there was a gigantic pimple that had popped up. And I guess I was like kind of like, uh, I don't know, just like kind of rubbing the side of it. But I didn't even realize I was doing it. You ever done that? Were you like,
3: you oh, know? In, in high school, we called that a runaway zit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Exactly. So I'm like, "Where's Doctor Pimple Popper?" You know, I'm I'm freaking out. I'm like, well, "I got a TV show in a few hours." One options.
3: of the grossest TV shows in the history of TV. Oh yeah, it's it's disgusting. Oh. Pimple Popper is that still on, or did they get rid of
1: that? I don't know. I hope
3: they canceled it.
1: So I'm freaking out, right? I look to describe because we're on an audio platform. I look like vaudevillian star actor W.C. Fields near the end of his life, if you know what he looks like. I, I I thought for a second I had Rhino Fema, which is like when your nose, like literally the growth of the nose where it gets enlarged and red and there's like thick bumps on it. You know, in my head, in my head, Nanny, I was W.C. Fields. I had Rhino fema. And you know if you dazzle if you can't dazzle them with brilliance baffle them with bullshit or in this case a bright red nose I'm like well it's it's not christmas yet we we're done with halloween like how am I going to spin this and so I'm I'm on the internet what do I do Dan? I'm first thing I do I go on the web how to cover up you know a zit pimple thing on your nose I'm like I'm looking at all this like will it go down do I I'm like the first thing of course I had to stop touching said yeah. nose that was the first thing. Uh, fortunately, uh, I had purchased for the TV show a bunch of makeup. So it did, the inflammation did go down, and it was still slightly red by the time I showed up to Universal Studios. So I was uh, still a little red. But I did apply makeup in said bathroom. So hopefully hopefully that did the trick. Um, but you'll have to tell. I, I mean, you, If you've seen the show, let me know if it looked <laughs> like I had...
3: Rudolph. Oh, I can't wait to see it tonight. <laughs> yeah. See, now that I pointed it out, you'll look. Yeah, that's all we're going to be looking at now. I'm going to be like, babe, look, look at the TV. Look at Ben's nose.
1: Look at how ugly Mallory is today, man. What the hell? And I was like, what am I going to tell the people at, at NBC? I'm like, well, you know, I, I don't know what happened. I wonder what they would have done
3: if I couldn't cover it up. I don't I don't know. I have no idea. Um This is like when ballplayers get hurt at home. And they have to admit to their team that they got hurt yeah. at home. Did something stupid.
1: Very embarrassing. Very, very embarrassing. Problems you don't have to worry about when you do the radio or podcasting. You don't have to worry about that at all. And uh, I almost, almost had to say, I thought in my head, Nanny, when I saw my nose, I said, I got to say goodbye to Hollywood. That's what I thought.
3: Yeah, this past week was really weird because as long as I've been at the network, which is nine years now, Ramos has always been a steady force. He's calm. He's cool under pressure. He's always smiling. Whenever I would work with him on the weekends, he would fill in on the weekends sometimes. And it, it was it was nice. It was refreshing to work with him. And I would think to myself, man, that would be cool to work with him daily. Rewind to a little bit over a year ago. And when Covino and Rich and I got promoted to afternoons, we knew, oh, it's going to be Dan Byer. It's going to be Dan Byer, and it's going to be John Ramos. And that was really exciting for me because back in the day, talk about full circle, when I was working on a campus myself because that's where Ramos is going. He's going to go work at the high school full-time and coach girls softball for South Pasadena High. Um, I was doing sports. I was coaching. I was teaching in a second grade classroom. And then I would get out in the afternoon and I would go make a food run before I would have to come back to the campus to finish my work. And what did I have in my car? AM 570. It was the Jay Moore show. And I got to hear Ramos play a hundred drops in an hour and his really funny radio laugh. (laughs) It was a really good ensemble. It was fun to listen to. A lot of it didn't have to do with anything with sports, but I liked that. Even back then, it was pop culture. It was Jay Moore just telling bad jokes and just funny routines, funny callers and drops. I loved the show. I would listen to it almost every afternoon. Fast forward, get to Fox Sports Radio, and the very first shift that I got to train on in December of 2014 was the Jay Moore show. Besides Jay's little dogs running around the studio, the one thing that stood out to me was how nice Ramos was. So he trained me on the board. Uh, he trained me how to do the drops for Fox, the way Fox liked him, because I was coming from NBC Sports Radio. And it was a really cool experience. Then, of course, I was on your show to, to kick off my career here at FSR. Bobo trained me on your show. Oh, so Marco on the radio, yeah. So that's how it all started for me here at Fox Sports Radio. And so Ramos holds a special place in my heart. They did a going away party for him on Thursday night, and and it was hard. Ben, like I guess I saved my words for on air. Several of our coworkers got up and made little speeches, but I couldn't help but think to myself as these speeches were going and thousands of dollars of Buffalo Wild Wings were being eaten. (laughs) I was thinking to myself, why not take all this money from all these drinks and wings, give that to Ramos and say, you're not going anywhere, dude. Here's a little bonus. I'm going to give you a little raise. It's not how radio works, unfortunately. But if I was in charge of things, if I ran broadcasting all across America I would give all broadcasters a big fat raise, and I wouldn't let any of them go to any other sideways jobs. So it bothers me personally because now I'm going to have to go through what you just went through, which is a revolving door of technical producers, and no one's really going to be able to replace Ramos. And uh, I, I've had some insomnia over it, Ben. I'm not going to lie. I think I think I might go on Workman's Comp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, get the long-term. Get the long-term. That's the way Sprit your teeth long-term. But I, I love John. I've known John uh, many years. I knew him before Fox Sports Radio. And so I, we were very excited when John came to Fox Sports Radio because uh, you know, he's a proven guy in the L.A. market, and it's hard to find people, as you referenced, Danny, uh, that are positive. You know, there's a lot of grumpy people just in mm-hmm. general. But in radio, there's a lot of woe is me"ism. You know, why am I not getting this, that, and the other
3: thing? Yeah, a bunch of moaning and groaning, as my grandpa used to say. Yeah, and it can't. damned winding and your moaning and groaning.
1: Exactly, and, and to be fair, I was like that when I was younger. But there's a, just a lot of people that are just like, "Oh, this sucks," you know. And I'm like, it's not. It's there are much worse problems to have, much worse problems to have. And so we have one of the great jobs, even if it, you know, you're not happy with what time you're working or how much money you're making, it could always be worse. It could always be worse. But um, you know, I'm disappointed. Yeah. John's leaving. I, I feel you know he's a he got like old school radio guy from the old countries. I, I sent out on. On social media this week, he's a, an artisan and just a positive guy. And an, as we we talked about, Danny, there's not many of that those type of people left in the business. Unfortunately, uh, it's changed a lot. The old timers are either leaving for other jobs or dying off, and so it's uh, it's not. Yeah. It's uh, it's a tough one, and and also a lot of people don't want to, as you said, pay the dues, work on holidays, and all that. They don't want to. You know, I don't want you. you want me to work on a holiday. What's wrong with you? Buddy? It's like well, yeah, we're. The shop's open 24 hours a day. We don't close. The business is open. There's customers that will be in the store. There's actually a lot of people that are lonely over the holidays. I always try to work most of the holidays because there's people lonely. They want to want to have a friend, somebody to hang out with on the radio, you know, and, and know that some other person's alive and talking and drop in and all that. But, uh, you know, so
3: good luck to John. Um, yeah, screw that guy. When everybody <laughs> was saying, congratulations, I was like, fuck you.
1: <laughs> well uh good luck i'm sure it'll only take about you know eight or nine months for you to figure out who's uh, replacing john so i'm sure that will be able will
3: to... get you so you're saying it will be resolved shortly and i'll know who my technical producer is within the next two weeks
1: i'm not complaining but every night i would go in after roberto left there was somebody different uh, running the running the equipment so i was
0: like oh, who's in tonight i don't know uh all right, third base
1: I said, I said OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because you didn't need it? Ain't
2: it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The deal on this, and I deal with it all the time, I have people, I had a guy, I won't say his name, but there was a guy that said he used to listen growing up to the show, and then I asked him five questions about the show, like trivia. <laughs> uh, I went for 5. 0 for 5. 5. Oh, 0 for 5. A big fan of the show. Listened all the time. Listened all the time. So I was like, what? He didn't even get one right? Not one. And if you're going to, like, if you're going to lie, you got to be able to back up the lie. You couldn't even back uh, up the lie. I mean, what what was that? Uh, well, how can you
3: back up the lie if you're lying?
1: That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But, yeah, you got to be able at least to kind of dance around a little bit. Uh, it's not uh, good. So, Tim. Oh, our our headline now comes from the holiday hoedown. Uh, did you attend any Halloween parties this year, Dan? Well, you got a young uh, young child, it's probably not, right? Probably not.
3: No, and right? Halloween's not really my jam, anyways. I got
1: you. So, well, the wife loves Halloween. It's a big holiday for her. She's she likes to plan parties. We didn't have a party this year for Halloween at our our Mallard Mansion. The hostess with the mostest spent weeks though planning. With a couple of her friends from work, this big gala, Halloween celebration. And, of course, we had to get couples costumes. Very important. A lot of time invested on how to get couples costumes and what to to be. And so we did some cosplay. Uh, I got to play a role that I'll probably end up playing at some point. Costco sample server.
3: I saw this picture.
1: So I just had the full Costco... Uh, merch i had the hat costco i had the, the red hat costco i had the, the the apron and i even had a red tray we went all out we got a red tray and i'm ready i'm like here we go i even made i'm i'm giving out the samples at the party so i made bakery style chocolate chip cookies homemade piping hot fresh out of the oven and i made them i was cooking i was baking them a couple hours before the party because I wanted them, you know, fresh and just wonderful. So we're getting ready. We're all getting geared up. I, I and then I decide I need to take a nap because it's a party and I want to be able to stay up. And I was tired and all that. Stuff. Uh, and I was ready for the sample whores at the party. Mm-hmm. Then, right at the 11th hour and the 59th minute and the 59th second. K-O'd. Body blow. Body blow. T- all dressed up with nowhere to go. You see, the wife got a phone call from the person whose house was the home to the party, and her husband had been standing on a ladder and timber. Uh, the poor gentleman fell down. Oh no! Needed an ambulance. He had hit his head. He also broke his wrist. And he went to the emergency room and was in the concussion protocol.
3: And- yeah. So you're saying as Halloween, he went as Ryan Tannehill?
1: Hey, oh, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so uh, that was, he was in the emergency room till three in the morning. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. So we felt awkward having a party because we didn't know at the time whether or not he was going to be all right and what was going on. And it was his house. And. So checkmate. The uh, the wife does love Halloween, but we we had no party. We were all dressed up. She was really bummed out. So, what do you think I did, Danny, to to make her feel
3: better? You took her to a local discotheque.
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I, I I I dusted off the cobwebs from my my wallet, and uh, had to, I knew that was going to cost me a lot for like a nice meal. So we had to go to like a like a really nice restaurant. So it cost me. Uh-huh. A load of money, but that's fine. That's all right. But she was in a better mood after after that. So that's good. Is it bad that I I feel like I can get really good food at like a like a mom and pop dive place as opposed to like the high end places? Does that make me a bad person?
3: I don't no, know. I'm usually hungry after we leave an upscale or fancier type restaurant. The flavors are really good, but you usually leave hungry, especially when it's sushi or something like that, and then. You wind up wanting to go through a drive-through or something a few hours later,
1: making a late-night munchie run at Jack in the Box or something. You're like, hey, I need a munchie box. Uh, can I get that?" Uh, anyway, so that was that was the Halloween uh, festivities. And we had trick or treaters, not many, not many. I was on Halloween duty. That was a pain in the behind because I was I was putting the monologues together, and I like to have laser-like focus and no no distractions, you know, because I'm trying to lock in on what I think is interesting what i want to talk about and you know every five to ten minutes we didn't get that many trick-or-treaters but they were sporadic and they were like every five or ten minutes for an, like a couple hours so it,
3: did you have any neighborhood hooligans throwing eggs no i don't
1: i not that i noticed i don't think so you did you did you have that
3: uh no that's good uh, yeah i uh, know we're not in exciting neighborhoods what the hell it's not oh really quick though Ben. i had somebody Uh, that said they were gonna call the police on our daughter. What did she do? She and her friend went trick-or-treating. My wife, he drops them off in a nice neighborhood up the hill where they give the better-sized candy. At one of the homes, they went up and they were giving away like full-size candy bars. They walked the rest of the neighborhood and then, of course, they're kids, so they're like, let's go back to the house that has the full-size candy bars. Smart move. Wrong. These people realized they were double dipping, though, and they actually told my daughter and her friend that they were going to call the police. Yeah,
1: you, <laughs> your daughter should have said, call the cops. What are they going to do? Two Butterfingers. Oh, my God. The people... <laughs> Did they realize these people that in California you can like rob Macy's and they don't do anything you know you can go to Bloomingdale's and and rob these stores and they don't care.'re gonna <laughs> be yeah, we're not gonna arrest those people, but let me tell you something. okay, you take those freaking candy bars.'re yeah. uh, going away, okay, pokey, pokey pokey time. you're going to
3: jail. It's all over for you. It's my God. What and of course, you? our daughter's logic, she was like, well, I didn't take the same candy bar twice. I took a baby Ruth and I took a Butterfinger. Now the move there, and you've got to teach to your daughter uh, this
1: in, in future editions of Halloween, is uh, have a second costume, have like a backup just in case. But the backup's got to have a full mask covering your face. If you yeah. if you're original, if you're like you know some outfit where you just have your regular face showing, the other one has to be uh, full coverage, full coverage, and then you're good. It's like I know this because I used to when I, I you know, I had the family member we used to to uh, go to Costco sample runs, and so I, I know how that works on the on the Costco sample runs. But even at Costco, they don't really care. They just kind of give you a snarky
3: look if you're going double dipping and all that. You would have been so proud. Last Saturday, my wife dragged me to Costco. I don't think I've been to a Costco on a weekend in years. Uh, I had no idea. That there were that many samples out on a Saturday—that's prime real estate. Holy shit! And when I told her, she said, "Yeah, why do you think Ben goes on the weekend?" I had a full belly when I left Ben. I was stuffed. I would hit three or I, I we when I where I used to live, we had three Costcos real
1: close, so I'd hit three. It's like I'm robbing banks. I'm going to different Costcos to see if they have different samples and like what they
3: have. And you, you would have been in hog heaven. They had a pop-up tent in the middle of the Costco and some brand that makes rice and different dishes to go along with their yellow rice. They were putting constantly these big cups of their samples out. They were actually saying, don't be shy. There's four different samples. Try one of each. And so all these piggies were going back and back and back. I'm telling you, I... Had no idea that there was that much free food at Costco.
1: Oh yeah, if you go at the right time, you're you're set up. I mean, it's your man. the Goldilocks zone we call it that uh, Saturday and Sunday afternoon, sometimes Friday in the late afternoon because people getting off work early and and all that. But that's prime. Yeah, that's that's big.
3: Time. Yeah. Well, we need milk. I might go back there this afternoon. <laughs>
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob, Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Plume, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
1: What's up? I'm John Wall.
2: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter, let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all?
3: I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all.
1: I said, I said OG, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college you think
3: I need it? it?
2: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The back scratcher. Back scratcher. You scratch our back, which you haven't done in a long time. We scratch your back. So do we have any reviews? We have not had a review in over a month. Danny, do you think it changed this last week?
3: I'm going to say somebody felt bad when they heard you say that last weekend. So there's probably one new review. Well, you're
1: partially correct. People did feel pity how pathetic we are that we couldn't get any reviews. So we ended up getting three reviews, Danny, three different reviews on Backscratcher. Now, this is the Apple podcast page. There's a link in the description on this podcast, and we would love to have you write a review. Now, we don't really care whether you do or not. The problem is the people that oversee all of these podcasts for iHeart, they think that's a big deal. We don't, but they do. And yep. so for, for us, you know, it's we need reviews because they think it's important. We don't care, but it does help the show out, and it's free to do. So just help us out. Uh, let's do these real quick. So uh, Dub writes in, uh, Big Ben, Danny G, when I was trying to figure stuff out in life, I found myself homeless at one point. Listening to your weekly uh, Lee show gave me hope every single night. I've since turned things around. Well, how about this? Uh, I want to thank you for your weedy way and passion for sports. Congratulations on Benny versus the penny. I guess William Shatner wasn't too happy to hear about the Big Ben for president hashtag. Yes. <laughs> well, no, thank you. I love hearing that. That's wonderful. And I do understand working the overnight show that oftentimes people find the show when they're down on their luck having uh, whether it be relationship problems, medical problems, financial problems, all of the above. So it's it's great when I when I hear that and uh, remember me when you go on to much bigger and better things Dub and uh, you know. We'll,
3: uh, yeah, thank you for that review. That's really nice.
1: Uh, Joe and Darcy in Florida write in. Quite the couple. Not the power couple because they don't call the show, but Joe and Darcy. They are big podcast listeners and says, reviewing again. I usually listen to my podcast on the Overcast app, but I re-downloaded the Apple podcast app just to write this review. Uh, This is the most underappreciated talent at Fox Sports Radio. The addition of Danny G has only made things better. I have been listening. To Ben, pretty much since the beginning, uh, since I go back to when uh, Tony Bruno was the late shift back in the day, one of the only podcasts Darcy and I listened to. That is from Joe and Darcy. Thank you, both, and that's great. Tony Bruno, the legend, the guy that created Fox Sports Radio back in the day, and the last one on BackScratcher. We'll get out on this Cliff in Nashville. Writes in says, I've listened to the real fifth hour for the last few years. The content and conversations with Ben and Danny G are always interesting and entertaining. How about that, their pop culture feature is informative and usually pretty funny. Phrase or word of the day brings the historical background of words and phrases to light. Love the podcast. Thank you, guys. Uh, that is from Cliff in Nashville. He says to Ben. And Danny G. All right. Thank you. That's very cool. That's yeah, awesome.
3: Thank you. All three of you. Appreciate the reviews. All four of you. Mazel tov. Uh, so yeah, yeah. One's a couple. So that's four people, Ben. That doesn't seem to add up.
1: Uh, help us out. Help us out. And uh, we would love to have you write a review. And we'll read them. We promise. You scratch our back. We'll scratch your back here on the Saturday podcast. We'll get out on that. It is the 4th of November. we got the Breeders' Cup later on today. The actual main event at the Breeders' Cup Yeah, my horse is going to win. Mine is going to win, Danny. My horse is going to win. I watched Mr. Ed when I was a kid. I cannot screw this up. I cannot (laughs) possibly screw this up. So uh, have a great day. Anything you got special going on today, I'll be watching the Breeders' Cup. Absolutely, today.
3: Yeah, I'll definitely watch the big race. And then I'm going to make a little Costco run. Nice.
1: All right. I don't I don't know what I'm up to today. I have no idea. I'm just going to roll with the punches. I just know I don't have to do any Mahler monologues. I don't have to worry about uh, anything other than just sitting on my ass and trying to deprogram from the last few days. But have a wonderful, wonderful uh, Saturday. And don't forget the mailbag. Very important. You listen on Sunday. You'll uh, we'll go into the mailbag, and I don't even know what's in there. We'll
3: find out together. Yeah, yeah. And let me say this for you. Don't miss... Benny versus the Penny. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, like me, I watch it at 11 p.m. on Saturday nights on the Great Lakers Spectrum channel. And that is uh, here in Southern California. If you're in the greater Los Angeles area, that is the perfect way to finish off a Laker W. Ben's (laughs) post-party. You're just relishing. (laughs) This. And it's, it's not. very,
1: very annoying. All right, have a great day. We'll catch you next time. Pasta, pasta.
3: Hey, 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 before I let you go, I like the Saints.
2: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul. Some 41, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club.
0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. Pick up, pick up. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card...